Welcome to Connect with Possibilities. Remember, with man it is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Be blessed as you listen to this message by Pastor Me Oshadari. Hallelujah. Amen. From verse 6, Colossians chapter 2 from verse 6. It says, So then, just as you receive Jesus as your Lord, continue to live in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthening in faith as you were taught, overflowing with thankfulness. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy which depends on human tradition and the basic principles of this world rather than on Christ. For in Christ all the fullness of God lives in bodily form. And you have been given fullness in Christ who is head over every power and authority. In him you were circumcised in putting up of the sinful nature, not with a circumcision by the hand of men, but with the circumcision done by Christ, having been buried with him in baptism and raised with him through your faith in the power of God, who raised him from the dead. When you were dead in your sins and in uncircumcision of your sinful nature, God made you alive in Christ. He forgave us all our sins. Excuse me. Having cancelled the written code with its regulation that was written against us, that stood opposed to us, he took it away, nailing it on the cross. And having disarmed principalities and powers and authorities, he made a public show of them all, triumphing over them by the cross. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. We read from verse 6 all the way to verse 15. And it becomes the basis of our text as it is. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The story of Jesus is, is a story of a lifetime. Because any story uh, requires us to have a relationship with the character of the story that we are studying. And as we begin to have a relationship of interest with that character, we begin to discover much. Because life is a discovery. There's a lot to discover in this world. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There are people that I have met in this world that I'm still discovering more about. Alright. Let me start with my parents. Alright. I probably spend the most time studying them. And I have discovered so many things about, about them, alright? I'm learning much, I'm discovering much, I'm seeing much, I'm realizing much. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, when I say about, when I talk about the story of my parents, there's a lot to know, alright? Then when you talk about the story of my siblings, there's a lot to know and I can say a lot about them. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Then when I talk about the story of remarkable men and women that I have met in this world, I can say a lot. 
So when I talk about the remarkable, the story of remarkable people that I had had opportunity to study with in different places, that is some story. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When I think about the, 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 the story of many people that have passed through this church since 2003. Oh my God, there is a lot to say. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And then we come back to the story of Jesus. Hallelujah. It will take a lifetime to understand the story of Jesus. Because it is written in the Bible that if everything that Jesus did was written down. There will be not enough book in the world to write it down. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There are people that you meet and your life can change because of it. I have met people that could give me an opportunity to think about changing, all right, the path of my life so that I can live a better life. Hallelujah. Nobody can change you. Hallelujah. But there are some remarkable things in the life of some people that is so inspirational. Hallelujah. It is so remarkable and inspirational that nobody has to tell you, all right, to live a better life, to be a better you, to become a better you, because when you look at them and you look at what they have accomplished because they accomplished it, or what they accomplished because they rose against a particular horde, or what they accomplished that was impossible before them and after them, you get inspired. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That is why two things are very expensive on the surface of the earth. People that are poor, look for it. People that are rich, try to get it. Oh my dear, it is not peace. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's not peace. Praise the Lord. It is two things. One is natural. One has a natural outflow. The other one is spiritual. Revelation and, and inspiration are two things everybody is looking for. Hallelujah. Because if you are adequately inspired, you can do anything. Hallelujah. You can become anything and you can achieve even the things that you were not destined to achieve. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says, High on sharpened high on. And the countenance of a man is friend. That is why what? The Bible says, Let the weak say, I am strong. And let the poor say, Because of the inspiration of who? Because of the inspiration of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because by the inspiration of Jesus, the poor can become rich. Hallelujah. By the inspiration of Jesus, the weak can become strong. Hallelujah. Haven't you met some people before that told you that, look, they would have turned out as something else if they hadn't met this person. Hello. But really, it wasn't about the person. It was the ability of that person to send out a signal of inspiration. Hallelujah. A signal of inspiration that keyed into their own life. And what? Oh. And did something in their own life. The Bible captured it in this. He said, if the spirit that raised Jesus Christ up dwells in you, it will give life to your mortal body. Hallelujah. Meaning it will give inspiration to you. Hallelujah. Empowerment to you. It will make you suddenly realize 
there is much more than this in you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So as you grow in life, you look for inspiration. You resonate. You are around the environment that inspires you. Because why? You can't remain the same. It's not good to remain the same. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The story of men that inspires other men. There are people that were destined for nothing. But someone inspired them. Something that someone did inspired them. Something that someone became inspired them. And all of a sudden, they are passionate. Because without inspiration, they can't be passionate. Hallelujah. All of a sudden, they are passionate to become something because they have been inspired. By the life of a person or by the story of a person in case they never met the person. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's the beautiful thing about the story of Jesus. He has the unique ability to inspire us. One of the limits and the challenges of man is that even though man can inspire man, alright, there is a limit. And what is the limit? The limit in which, at which man has done all that he can, but it's still not happening. Hallelujah. You can be inspired and do all that you can and it's still not happening. Hello, that doesn't mean it won't happen. But then the human factor can come in and you can begin to say things like, maybe it's not meant for me. Hallelujah. Maybe it's not, maybe it wasn't supposed to be. Maybe, maybe I only aim for too high. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do you know if you continue, you will get there? It's just because you didn't know. Hallelujah. Most of the time when people turn their back to walk away, they were almost there. Hallelujah. They were almost where? They were almost there. But the beautiful thing about Jesus is that Jesus' inspiration is not limited to the natural. Hallelujah. Jesus' inspiration goes beyond the limits of the natural. Alright? It goes into the supernatural. Hallelujah. Meaning in the natural, I can become weary. The Bible says, do not be weary in well-doing. What is well-doing? Whatever is well-doing well, what doing is well-doing well. Meaning, don't be weary in doing what is good to do. Hallelujah. And the first thing that is good to do is to do what is good for you. Hallelujah. Because you can love your neighbor more than you can love yourself. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Of course, that requires a lot of explanation so that we don't get into the confines of selfishness and self-centeredness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So Jesus' story... The beautiful thing about it is that it has the ability to inspire us. Hallelujah. Spiritually and naturally. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now let's look at what he says here. What Jesus did. What Jesus did. What Jesus did. He said, verse 9. He said, for in Christ Jesus, all the fullness of God lives and dwells in a mortal body. And you have been given fullness of Christ 
who is the head over every power and authority. Hallelujah. Now begin to take your mind off from the natural to the spiritual. Why are you still looking at the natural and trying to understand the spiritual? Remember this. Whatever inspired you. Alright. Whatever story inspired you. If you are faithful to go back there when you are down and out. That story is still able to inspire you. Hallelujah. Because inspiration is the ability to rise over all odds. Hallelujah. But motivation is to the ability to rise over the odds you can see. Hallelujah. You see, you have to be inspired to be motivated. Alright? Because the word motivation is from momentum. Alright? And you know, if you are if you are a science student, alright, or you just study nature, nothing has anything that it didn't have while it was where it was found, or it did not gain while it was moving. Hallelujah. Oh, maybe I don't know if you got me right. Hallelujah. Whatever this thing has, it has it here. Alright? And it has it here because before it got here, somebody gave it to it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So whatever it has that becomes its own, alright, that is its own, it has it because it had it here and it had it, it had it because someone gave it to it before it came here. Before it was not existing. Once it started existing, somebody gave something to it that made it to be this. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, inspiration, alright, give power to one to be motivated to move forward. So anytime something inspired you, alright, okay, and you run out of gas, out of energy, out of passion, alright, out of interest, go back to what motivated you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. One of the things people don't realize is this. People get motivated and they feel that is all. And they go on. Hello? And they don't understand that inspiration is the backbone of motivation. You can be motivated, meaning you are you are steered up. You are steered up, alright? You are energized. Hello? Have you had those toys before as children and you wind them, you wind them, as guys wind them and then you let them go and they keep going until they run out of what? Energy. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In life, know the source of your natural motivation and honor it. Alright? Pay close attention to it. Because things can happen from the place you are naturally motivated. Hallelujah. Now imagine if added to that you are supernaturally motivated by God. If the spirit that raised Jesus, that resurrected Jesus, that inspired Jesus back to life dwell in you. It will give life to your own mortal body so that where you are dead, incapable, unable, limited, frustrated, injured, hampered, hallelujah, you can rise above it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 
So the Bible now began to tell us a little about him. He said, when you were dead in your sin and uncircumcision of your sinful nature, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave you all your sins. He canceled the written code, the handwriting that was written against you. Remember, if you want to bring a case against somebody, you write the case out. Alright? And you issue the case before the judge or the magistrate. The magistrate is the lowest court you start with. Alright? The magistrate court. If you are from Nigeria, you hear the magistrate court in Igbushiri very, very well. Alright? Because it's a very popular court in Lagos. Alright? That's where all court, all court appearances start from the magistrates. Alright? Even see the magistrate mentioned in the mentioned in the Bible. So the lawyer writes the case out. Hallelujah. For those that say, what does a lawyer do? Hallelujah. The lawyer writes the case out. And it's not easy to write the case out. Okay? So he said, Jesus canceled, he annulled. That's the word that he used for it. He annulled every handwriting that is written against us that stood opposed to us. Jesus took it away. Jesus nailed it on the cross. Jesus disarmed the principalities and powers. Jesus made an open show of them all. Hallelujah. He triumphed over them. Hallelujah. Now where does that leave us? Praise the Lord. Every story of inspiration has a story of overcoming some hurts, some difficulties, some challenges, alright? Some issues, some situations, some limitations, alright? And it has, the, in that story, is a very detailed, alright, explanation of how that issue or situation was overcome. Hallelujah. Now, do you know the beauty of the end of an inspiring story? An inspiring story or inspiration builds a template through which you can use to have victory in even things that are a million times bigger than the story overcame. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, in an inspiring story, or in a story that inspires you. The story that inspires you may be the story of how ants carry little, little sand to be able to build an ant house that in everyday world we call a dunghill. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That story may be so small but the inspiration in that story can make you to build a nation, a town, a city. It can make you to build an island. And people ask you the story. And one day, you start speaking about the story of our hands used to carry little sand. And people will laugh at you. But they can't laugh at what. It inspired and gave birth to. Hallelujah. That's why a story of inspiration 
has within it the templates, the blueprint, the description pattern to be able to overcome even things that are an unknown number of times bigger and greater than what that story overcame. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says, it said, go to the hands. Meaning, look, there is an inspiration in unlikely places. Hallelujah. And there is an unlikely revelation in an inspiration in an unlikely place. Because the greatest things of the earth are hidden in the little places of the earth. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So when you look at an inspiring story or an inspiring event, what you realize is that it has the ability to jumpstart and kickstart things that are an infinite number of times. Remember when we were in school then? Or because we still keep schooling all through our lives. In primary school, we begin to read a hundred. We get a hundred in primary one or two or nursery school disease. And then you get to a thousand. And then I, I, when I was in primary six, I think uh, uh, 990 or thereabout, there was the, the, the largest number we know is million. But we were hearing about billion. All right? By the time we got into secondary school, all right, we were hearing about trillion. Hello? But these days, people talk about a zillion. Hallelujah. Because probably we can't see anything beyond it. All right? But inspiration has the ability to be able to make you do much more than the story that you heard. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus Christ said this. Remember, he said, greater works than this will you do. Hallelujah. Many look, my life is here to inspire you naturally. Hallelujah. And spiritually. So that you are motivated to become everything that your God made you to be. Hallelujah. Without missing one thing out. Hallelujah. So today, check out what is it that naturally inspires you. And today with me, check out what is it that supernaturally inspires you. Look at what God says about Jesus here. He said, when you were dead, verse 13. Look at what he says. Verse 12, he said, Having been buried with him in baptism, you were raised with him through your faith in the power of God. By having faith, you were raised with Jesus because you were dead in your sins. You were incapable, alright? In the area you should have been capable of because you have inherent weaknesses. Hallelujah. But the Bible says this, that when Jesus died, Alright, and he rose up. God raised you up too. He raised you up to just like Jesus was raised. And why did he do that? How do you connect with that? By your faith in God. Hallelujah. If you have faith in God, you experience the same resurrection power that Jesus experienced. Just like if you have faith in that story. And you believe in that story. 
and you are inspired by that person, you become what? You have the ability to be translated, to become what the person became and much more. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Messages like this are difficult to, to end up or round up in one day. He said this, Having been buried with him in baptism and raised with him through your faith in the power of God, who raised him from the dead. He said, now describe our state. He said, we were dead. This is our spiritual state. We were dead in our sins. And in the uncircumcision of our sinful nature, we had disobeyed God. We had walked away from God. We were lost. We were people that could never have a relationship with God again. Just the same way people are lost in life and thinking, what would their life become? How would they become something in life and all? The Bible says, spiritually, we were lost because of disobedience to God from the onset. And we kept going. You know the way... When you have a lie, hello, you require a bigger lie to be able to get out of the difficulties of being caught in the smaller lie. Hello, then you require another. It's just like one, it's just like lie raised to power one. All right, is the first lie. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Then lie raised to power two. Is the second lie. But in case you are around somebody that can easily catch people that can lie, you get it to what? Lie raised to power three. Alright? Then but if, they, if, if that person is coming close to catch because a liar always looks behind them. Alright? Hello? Because you don't want, you know that if you miss one point, it can bring the castle down. Hello? So you take it to a lie raised to power four. Alright? Then you take it to a lie raised to power five. Then you take it to a lie raised to power lie. Hallelujah. When you take a lie and you raise a lie to power lie, you have become lie itself. Alright? So they now call you lying Johnson. Lying, you know, whatever you want to put it. Okay, lying Tony. Lying this. And it becomes like that. And Now let me give you the scriptural implications of that or description of that. Whosoever is, has received Jesus Christ, he has become a new creature. All things have passed away and all things have become new. Whosoever has received lying self, what has happened? He has become a new creature. All things have passed away. And all these have become lies. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And when all things become lies, what happens? You can't even remember who you were before. That's the reason liars can't remember after a while where they started from. They'll be like, but you said, no, 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 I didn't say that too. Because they can't remember that they said because they have become lies. Hallelujah. They have gone from the practice of lying to taking up the nature of lying to become the personality of lie. Hallelujah. And the personality of lie brings out lies without any problem. Alright? Because all things have become lies. Hallelujah. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. If, you, if somebody is lying and you tell them this story, and it's original, hallelujah, it came right here. Praise the Lord. If you tell them this story, if they can still be recovered, hallelujah, at that time, this story will keep playing in their head till they are recoverable. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That will be the lying story. So, man was like that. Man disobeyed God and kept on, kept on, kept on, kept on, kept on. Sometimes some people were not, are not even, don't even think that they are lying. But they are trying to explain what happened. Hello? They are trying to explain what happened. They are, any explanation that requires again and again and, and explaining in 50 different ways is actually lies. Hallelujah. So when God asked Adam, what did you do? Adam began to explain. Hallelujah. He began to explain and lies increased upon lies and until man did not even know who he was anymore. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And so Jesus Christ had to deliver us Hello? You know that when all things become lies, what do you do? It's almost difficult to get the truth out again. Hello? Jesus Christ said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Hello? But how does the truth set you free again? The truth raised to power one. Raised to power two, giving it more influence. Raised to power three, raised to power four, raised to power five, raised to power six. Remember, God required truth in the inward places. The truth raised to power truth is deliverance. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And the greatest truth is the truth of what Jesus Christ did. He said, When we were dead in our sinful or lying nature, Alright. God made us alive. This is inspiration. Spiritual revelation that brings inspiration. God made us alive and He forgave us all our sins. He forgave us when we were totally helpless and incapable of helping ourselves. God brought hell. Hallelujah. That's inspiration. That means you don't become righteous by your acts. You became righteous by the grace of God. Alright? But you can walk in righteousness by the wisdom of God's word. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Look at verse 14. He said, not only did he deliver us from sin, he delivered us from the power of the man that introduced sin. Hallelujah. Disobedience to God. You know, whenever you want to weaken a person, uh, whenever you want to weaken a Whenever you want to weaken a relationship between a superior and a subordinate, alright, get the subordinate to start disobeying the instruction of the superior. Hallelujah. When you want to weaken the relationship between husband and wife, get the wife to handle with levity, alright, the things that are husbands, and I'm talking about a good husband, hello, I'm not talking about an abusive husband. Alright? And I'm talking about a husband that does not care about the interest of the wife. Because you must love your wife to be able to seek her best interest. 
Alright? And he must be able to explain it. Alright? And then the women too must be able to understand man and their ego and all. Hallelujah. Because we have a world in which men don't understand. Women, women don't understand. Men and they want to stay married to each other. What's going to happen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And we must be married. So what are we going to do? We have to understand each other by force. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Someone says the best thing to do is lock both of yourself up in the room. Until we understand each other, we will not go. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It is the best solution, but men don't like to be in close places for long. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Any man you can get to sit down with you in a place until you trash out the matter. Ah, that man is a new creature. All things have passed. Because man feels threatened by enclosed spaces. Hallelujah. Man has always been somebody that has always wanted to be able to have freedom, walk around, do whatever he likes. Hallelujah. And it was put in him by God. Praise the Lord. It was put in him by God. It's not a wayward tendency. If it's well managed. Praise the Lord. So you weaken... You weaken the ability of the subordinate to listen to the superior. You weaken the ability of a worker to listen to their boss. You once you weaken it through disobedience, all right, you can begin to what bring a wedge between that relationship. So when Satan was able to convince man that look, you don't have to follow all God's instruction, he began to bring a what a weakening of the relationship. Alright? And man begins began to walk away the more, the more, the more, the more. It's just the same way children, after a while, don't listen to their parents, provided the parents are giving good counsel. And they begin to walk one day away far and far until we're far away from God. And so God, through Jesus Christ, restored us back. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He restored us back. What did he do after he restored us? He dealt with the power that brought us in disobedience against God. Verse 15 said, Having disarmed the principalities and powers that held us back, alright, he made an open show of them by triumphing over them at the cross. Hallelujah. This is an inspiring story. To let you know that look. Nothing should hold you back anymore. Why? Because Jesus has come. To bring you to the place of total victory. Now understand this. Victory comes at a moment. But victory is realized at every day of life. The victory that Jesus Christ gives us. Is the victory of being children of God again without fear. Hallelujah. It's a victory of learning who we are in God through Christ Jesus. Remember the story of inspiration and motivation. Many times we will get ourselves to places where we don't know what to do because we ran so far ahead from what inspired us. Hallelujah. Is Jesus that inspired us. And whatever inspired us must be our companion so that we can stay motivated. Hallelujah. So Jesus must be our companion. That's why he said this. He said, if my word dwells in you and you dwell in me. Hallelujah. 
And he says, I am the word of life, the bread of life. Alright? In the beginning was the word with God, the word was with God, and the word became flesh and dwelt among man. If the word of God is in us, then we have what? The story of inspiration that Jesus brought so that we can stay motivated when we see the things that can stop us in life. Remember, you will run out of motivation. But inspiration will keep you going. Hallelujah. But inspiration is always converted to motivation so that you can use it in everyday life. Hallelujah. So if the word of God dwells in you, the word of Jesus dwells in you, then you become what? Jesus becomes your companion through that word so you are daily inspired. And you are daily motivated. Hello? By that story to know what you can do and what you cannot do. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There's a story I read when I was in uh, in the primary school coming into secondary school. It was a story about adventure. And it made me very, very adventurous. Of course, we started with Peter and Jane in primary one, nursery school. And I read all the Peter and Jane. 1A, 1B, 1C, 1D, 2A, 2B, 2D, 3A, 3B, 3C, 4A. You just read it like that, you know. But I read the story of the famous five. Wow. Famous five by Eddie Blyton. Read it all the way till 93 or thereabout. I used to look for anywhere you can find Famous Five. In fact, I joined any bookshop in the city of Ibadan or your state, looking for any bookshop or any, any uh, uh, library that had Famous Five. Why? Because they were always going on adventure. They were always going on one adventure or the other. And they were bold. They were courageous. They were not afraid. They were not scared. They looked forward to, you know, seeing new places, discovering things, finding the reason behind it. And it inspired me as a young child then. It inspired me to want to see the world. It inspired me to, 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 to look beyond where I'm from, what we do, what we are, what we have become, what we haven't become, what my parents were, what my parents were doing, what my parents had become. It wasn't what they were involved in that inspired me. It was their courage, their passion, their relentless desire to find out what is behind things, what made things to be the way it is. Their desire to understand mysteries and what is behind them. And most of the time, they see what is behind the mystery. And I developed that same nature too. Hallelujah. And I can tell you, I didn't regret it. Praise the Lord. And that's just one of the stories that inspired me. Now, imagine, this story inspired me about everyday life. But the story of Jesus is able to inspire me. Not just about everyday life, but about spiritual matters. About the life that is beyond here. The story of famous life helped me as far as probably teenagehood and early adulthood. But 
the story of Jesus will help me throughout lifetime and also help me beyond life. Hallelujah. Isn't this a story what what going with you on the journey of life with? Hallelujah. I can still sit down today and read Enid Blyton because of the inspiration of the story. Hallelujah. It reminds me of another novel writer then years ago that I used to read. It works. He writes on majorly legal matters. The Testament. Uh, this and that. And I read, I will, I will devour any of the story. Hello? And people ask me, how do you know so much about legal matters? Because I like legal things. I read legal stories. I understand. And if I would do another course in life, it would be law. Hallelujah. Of course, at my own timing. As I love. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. The outcome of man is a function of the inspiration of man. The story of a man is a function of the story that inspires him. So that he is motivated to live the life he is living. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It is that motivation that makes you to now leave. Leave. Hallelujah. Let me look at anybody and say, neighbor, leave. For every man that is alive, there is something that is inspiring them to stay alive. That's why when a person loses all link with everything that can inspire them on earth and in heaven, God, what happens? Everything, cheer, clothes, fan, hunger, nail, blade, knife, everything becomes an instrument to leave this world. Hallelujah. Everything, even books, people will eat, consume anything just to get out because inspiration depleted. And when inspiration is not there, you are saying, I say, of motivation. Motivation has gone. It disappears because inspiration gives life to it. Motivation is gone. So what is the one person's one desire? To kill himself and get away from this miserable world. Hallelujah. Do you want to stay inspired and motivated to leave this world victorious and have a home to call your home with God after this world is over? Then it's time to begin to read the inspiring story of Jesus. It's time to begin to take it on the journey of life with you. Alright? It's time for you to have it as your companion. It's time for you to refer to it when you fail, which you sometimes will. Or why the Bible calls it, come short of the glory of God. Hallelujah. It's time to have it with you when you feel God is so far away and you are here. It will show you that he is nearer to you. Say, call and I will answer. Oh, where I dwell may be so far away. But if you call, I will come. Like Jesus Christ said, and I will come to sup with you. I'll come to have dinner with you. I'll come for us to share together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Read this story and every other story of Jesus. And begin to draw inspiration that can change a life. And make the future a better place to be. Maybe bow our heads this morning. The scripture says, If the spirit that dwells in Jesus dwells in you, it will give life, inspiration to your mortal body. I want you to speak to the Lord this morning. Heavenly Father, I receive the spirit that dwells in Jesus into me. And so I receive life into my mortal body. I receive inspiration. I receive inspiration. Make that confession today. Jesus Christ said this word that you hear us say. They are spirits and they have the ability to impart life. Thank you for listening. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit us at hcfbenin.org.